About Life. I am your host, Michael Anderson. For several weeks since the inception of the show, I've been asking you for a small favor that you would go out to wherever you listen to us and that you would leave us a rating and a review. And I am so pleased. I wish to thank you from the bottom of my heart. We continue to move up the ranks. We most certainly appreciate the time that it takes for you to find how to do that. Just know that that act of love, that act of kindness is very much appreciated. Now that I've buttered you up real good, if you would just go and do it again, if you haven't done it already, subscribe and then also leave us a rating and a review. We will most certainly continue to love on you. Today, we're going to talk through future planning. The salient points that we're going to cover today are effectively the framework. And the framework consists of a life vision, life goal, purpose, planning, which we're going to pull out and do a separate show. The next episode literally will be on planning and that'll be long term planning and short term planning. And then the other component we're going to cover today are focal area goals. The American Psychological Association is a very, very dominant player in this particular field of science. For all of the commentary that I bring to this channel and for all of the facts that I share with you, it principally comes from them. They've shared with us that when you do future planning, you're in better control of getting what you want out of life. This is so true. I was first introduced to this as an army man, a young sergeant, somewhere around age 23 or 24. It was just ahead of me getting professional counseling to deal with the trauma that I experienced as a youth. But there was this big, like super duper buff dude that they told me to go see Sergeant. I can't remember his name. I'm going to call him Larry. Sergeant, go see Sergeant Larry and sign up for his class. He's going to teach you about future planning. I'm like, what? He's going to teach me about future planning? What in the world is this? So reluctantly, and because I'm under authority, when they tell you to do something, you got to do it. I go down and I sit with the registrar. And then 45 minutes later, I go in and talk to Sergeant Larry. And he begins to break down future planning. At this junction in my career, I'm transitioning from electronics into military intelligence. And military intelligence, what I found is that they had a completely different mindset. Yes, I said it, mindset. They were already of the opinion family that if you have a proper mindset, it will take you much further, much faster than if you're still in a state of battling with, say, ants, automatic negative thoughts, or any of the other issues that you experience that create limits in what you feel that you can do or achieve. So talking to him, I run through this whole thing and I'm like, yeah, 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 I get it. I'm just going through the motions. I never put it to action. I'm checking the box. And what's strange about this whole anomaly is 
about seven years ago, I come back to it now in earnest, probably 20, 25 years later. And now it's a serious situation. It's a big deal because I'm trying to 10x my career. And for me to do that, I have to believe that it's possible. So I come across this very same framework. And here we are two or three years later sharing it with you. I want to talk to you about vision first. The vision defines who you want to be and what you want to be known for and a set of experiences and accomplishments that are important to you. I didn't necessarily have that going on until maybe four or five years ago. At that point, I sat down with pen and paper and a journal and I began to write out what I felt like my life vision should be. I've done that. I still have that same journal. I've been reusing it over and over. In fact, I just told you a story inadvertently. My daughter brought me a new one. I transferred some content to it and I've continued on from the new one that my daughter bought me, but I still have the other one. If you haven't sat down to really evaluate what you want to be known for, that's your first step. Next is the life goal. And this one is fairly straightforward in my opinion, but effectively This is your greatest accomplishment. This is what you want to model for yourself and for whatever industry that you find yourself participating in. Alternatively, it can also be what do you want to contribute to the world? I don't necessarily like to share this aspect, but because we're family, I'm going to share it. My life goal is to master my thought life. All of my branding is around thought life. When I get up in the morning and I go through my morning routine, the largest portion of my routine is around me getting my thought life straight and the outcomes that I want to drive. And I know that how I start my day is how I'm going to end my day. And no matter what comes up, Along the journey of that particular day, I get to come back to this life goal. And this life goal acts like an anchor. If I'm really presented with something that is fairly large, complex, that has the potential to throw me off my game and to throw me off track, I can sit down for a moment, get quiet think about my life goal, which then will bring me back to my morning routine. And like clockwork, I'm able to get back into the state that I was just about to lose had I continued to dwell on what my mind or the situation was causing me to focus on. Where you focus, that's where your attention goes. So when you have a life goal and your focus is changed or diverted, It will bring you right back to your center each and every time. For lighter ones that aren't as devastating but still have some bearing on me, 
I'll just spray a little eucalyptus in my office. Two squirts. Let that permeate the space. Turn the fan on, move it around. It's so calming that before you know it, I'm right back to my good place. You need anchors to help you get back to your happy place where you can do life from a position of love, joy, and peace. Number three is purpose. The purpose is the why. Why do you work? Why do you live the way you live? What is your calling? The purpose comes together to create a guide, to aid in decisions, to influence behavior, and to shape goals. You have a vision. You have a life goal. Purpose is to undergird those that says, if I don't do, stick to, maintain forward momentum toward this life goal, the purpose should then kick in kind of like the anchor and say, hey, these are the consequences that could ensue or could be presented if you don't follow through on the life goal. Number four, we said we were going to detach from this conversation and we're going to move that aside to the next episode where we're going to discuss at length how we do long term planning three to five years and how we do short term planning, whether that's monthly, quarterly or annual and then the milestones. Number five, the last subject for today's talk are the focal areas. So we say you've got a life vision, you have a life goal, you have a purpose, you've worked through long and short term planning, you have milestones. And now what we can do is categorize those into focal areas. This show wouldn't be this show if mindset wasn't in the number one spot. You know what I'm going to say. It's very important for us as human beings to have a positive mental mindset. The image that we have of ourselves and our capabilities, our strengths, and those things that were given to us as gifts and talents, plus the things that we have learned over time in whatever craft we find ourselves in, whether that's business ownership, entrepreneur endeavors, or as career professionals, whatever the case may be, for us to reach the pentacle of our vertical mindset is the very first thing we got to get right. And what we've said in numerous shows is that when we spend time anchoring our thoughts to positivity, we are able to reap positivity in the same way If we have a lot of thoughts that don't serve us and they're in the negative space in the low vibration category, we're going to get that back. Whatever you're putting out in your energy form is what you're going to get back plus some. The next thing is spirituality. Perhaps this is an area you want to work on. I know for me, Having a meaningful connection with something bigger than myself was very important at an early age. And I would suspect that many of you sometimes feel a void. And even though you're high income earners and even though you've got your stuff together 
And even though you're not living from paycheck to paycheck, there's still some emptiness. There's still that unfulfilled part of you. And it could very well be family because you haven't gotten your spiritual life together. Spend time to understand what that decision means for you and take the appropriate steps to fulfill that area. Here's the next category. I know all of us have some degree of bodily improvement that we desire to make. Two years ago, I picked up quite a bit of weight in the early days of COVID and I started to get man boobs. I caught it. I think I caught it before anybody else did. And I'm like, man, I got to do something about this. This is totally not cool. Yeah, we got to work on this, Mike. So I went to the doctor. We talked through it. We adjusted my diet. We made all sorts of adjustments and tweaks. And then I was able to start regaining muscle. Consequently, that issue went away. That was a one-year cycle that it took to overcome that. So don't think that you're going to have a bodily goal. You're going to go to the gym a month and all of a sudden you're going to have a rock-solid bod. It doesn't work like that. It's going to take time. It took years for you to get out of shape in most cases. So it's going to take a fair amount of time to get back in shape and to have the body that you desire. Next category is financials. When my daughter and I were reading Think and Grow Rich for the very first time, there's quite a bit of meat contained in that book. When we got to the financial section, I remember the guidance was different than what I expected it to be. Essentially, the author was saying that we needed to think about the financial picture that we wanted for ourselves. We needed to be able to see it clearly. And along with the seeing, we needed to also be able to internalize and fill it. And then he had us to write it on a three by five card as part of our affirmation. But it had to be an exact number. It couldn't be, I just want to be a millionaire. I want to be financially free. There had to be a value to it. What I found early on when I tried it and I stuck to it for about two years one day I was just perusing bank statements and I just so happened to notice, oh my goodness, I have a couple months left, but I hit that number. And as I looked at it in the bank statements, it was that number. I didn't have it to the penny, but to the dollar, it was that number that light went off like you wouldn't believe. And all of a sudden I was like, incredibly happy because I'd seen that process now fulfilled. I think the big idea here is think about your financial goals. If you're a homeowner, maybe you want to pay off your house. If you have automotive debt, maybe you want to pay off your automotive debt. If you're a young professional and you still have college loans that you need to pay off, you know, maybe that's your, your goal. Whatever the case may be, Write that number down, put it on your vision board, keep it locked in your mind. And if you're so inclined, put it on a three by five card and carry it with you as part of your life, vision and goals. The last one we're going to cover for today is your professional career. That can mean a lot of things uh, depending upon the work that you do. Um, Some people 
are in um, services, businesses. Um, some people are in product businesses. Whatever the case may be, whether you are at the helm of an organization, whether you are in senior management, whether you are an individual contributor, it just simply doesn't matter. There's, there's room for you to grow. If you find that you don't have the skill sets to go from where you are to where you'd like to be, then you need to put a plan around that. You need to find out what skills do I need to make this transition? Then you need to go acquire those skills and then you need to get someone help you make the transition from your current role to that new role. I want to throw in a bonus. For such a long time, I had strained relationships with some key family members. I had to go deal with that. So I made that a part of this portfolio. I had certain family members by name in the plan. I said I was going to use the crawl, walk, run approach to get back into their lives, establish a relationship. And after the relationship had been reestablished, then I would deal with some of the things that I experienced as a child. I think if you have anything like that going on, you most certainly need to deal with it so that you have clarity of thought going forward with respect to your family. If you're not in a position where you and your spouse are getting along, set some goals to make that right, to true that up, to get back to a place where the connectedness is there and the relationship dynamics are thriving. And if you have someone who has hurt or wronged you and they're no longer with us, sit down in a chair, imagine them put a chair in front of you, imagine them being there in front of you and talk through all of those things that hurt you, lay it all out and get that stuff out of your system so you can move forward in a way that helps to propel you toward these objectives that you have inside of this plan. This is how you correctly put together a plan for your future. This is how you take the steps necessary to get the life that you desire. You're not going to be able to gain the traction, the momentum, and the freedom you desire without a plan. Call it an outline. Things are going to most certainly change. You're going to have to pivot, be prepared for that. That's all a part of the test. Our goal is to stay in the mindset so we can pass the test and we don't have to redo that segment. Family, I believe if you spend time writing down this vision book with this framework where we talk through life vision, life goal, purpose, planning, and focal area goals. It's going to put you in a place where you can fire on all cylinders. Your life is going to go into a trajectory that is really centered on the outcomes you desire. I just believe that everything that you desire is going to be that much closer to your grasp. That's going to conclude this episode. 
want to thank you for your time and attention. Ask that you share this with family and friends and anyone that you know that this may help. And then tag me on IG at your thought life Y O R thought life no spaces and leave a comment. And as always, I want to remind you, you are enough. You can do it. And you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.